Do you want to get smarter about your health but feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction? Well, I deeply understand that, and that's why I want to find a source that we both could trust, you and me, and I found this podcast. So let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter, healthier choices every single week. And don't just take my word for it. (laughs) Avid podcast fan Joanne's Apple Review says this. Joanne's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is always informative and always understandable. And that she's definitely a healthier person listening to this and following Zoe's advice, which I love. We love sources that you can trust. And if you're ready to join millions of others like Joanne, transforming their health and like me, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to your podcast. I promise you will not regret it. It is an awesome show and I've learned so much from it. Go check it out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you are anything like us and this episode found you, it is probably because you are a highly sensitive, intuitive, creative being. So congratulations, because that is such a fucking gift, even though sometimes it feels like our greatest test in this lifetime. And today I have the perfect person to dive into this wonderful topic with. I also am very highly sensitive and therefore highly intuitive and creative and I love those things about me but navigating sensitivity, navigating emotions, navigating transmuting and alchemizing feelings and observations into art is something that I'm still learning about every single day. It's definitely a constant learning process in this lifetime and I have somebody who I'm so excited to introduce you guys to. I think If you don't know her already, you're going to fall deeply in love with her. Also, the video of us, the full-length video, is out exclusively for the Soul in Progress community. If you want to watch that, click below, join the app. Because I have. I mean, I already knew that I would be in love with her. I've been on her podcast, Apricity, and I fell in love with her then and there. Because, I mean, she is just... (laughs) definitely an intellect she is brilliant brilliant and just so well-spoken and so reflective of the world it's 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 very clear that she is an observer of life and I think that is something that I crave to learn from and I'm just so excited for all of you guys to fall in love with her today too because Sian Camille is truly an amazing person and her energy literally feels like sunshine actually can you tell us real quick Sion come to the mic welcome to skinny dipping (laughs) welcome in the skinny dippers are so excited to have you because I'm so excited to have you what does apricity mean that's the name of your podcast yes first of all what an introduction I literally love you. I just like I got chills listening to that I was like how 
amazing can someone make you feel before you come on a podcast to speak? Oh. Like, I was just like, oh. Well, you Thank literally you are amazing. And, like, it's genuinely just straight from the heart. Nothing written out, nothing planned. That's genuinely how I feel about you. I feel like yeah. we're meant to be friends, for yeah. sure. I think so, too. Tell us what apricity means. Apricity means the warmth of the sun in the winter. That's what you are. That's how I feel about you. <laughs> I swear to God, it's been, like, a long winter day, and then you are just the warmth of sunshine. And that is why I wanted you to say that, because I'm just, like, that is who you are. And I'm so excited to have you on today. Welcome to Skinny to Bank. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I'm I so can't excited. believe we're in person together. and At I Spotify? Finally, yeah, at Spotify. I finally got to meet you. And like oh instantly when you hugged me, I was just like, oh, this friendship is so aligned. Wait, and so, so, so lit up. aligned. And I feel like it's because we are so similar in so many ways. And today we're going to be diving into being a sensitive person. Have you always been a sensitive person? Is that something that you saw as, you know, a benefit in your life or did it feel like a disadvantage? What has your experience been with discovering and nurturing your sensitivity? Yeah, I have always been a deep feeler. Since I was little, I have always just had all these emotions and not known what to do with all of them. So as a kid, I would kind of just run from them and as a teenager I would run from them and no matter where I went my emotions came with me so Mm. a big part of my journey on this earth and I think my evolvement as a person has been learning to sit with my emotions and accept them and not demonize them okay yeah making them wrong yeah not making them a bad or good thing because I think a lot of it is our conditioning. Like we're Mm. taught that like anger is bad. We're taught that sadness is something that we shouldn't show. And so when we swallow these feelings down and try to numb them, it turns out in depression, Mm. it comes out in anxiety. And that was something that I had to really work through and be like, why are these feelings coming up? Mm. How can I give these feelings space? And then how do I learn to accept them and not see myself as someone who's flawed or someone who's messed up yes because I feel like that's what we all do is we have these big feelings and we feel them very deeply and then we're like something's wrong with me I'm broken why doesn't everyone else feel this way and I don't know if it's that everyone doesn't feel that way it's just some people are more in tune with it and I feel like some of us in this lifetime have been given this opportunity to learn through deep feeling and also some people just don't talk about it totally yeah and being someone who's highly sensitive is such a superpower Mm. and when I was younger it felt like the thing that held me back the most in my life because I was so afraid of it I was like what do I do with all of this emotion and you were telling me in our episode on your podcast which go listen to guys after this or right now, it doesn't matter, but it's such a good episode. You were saying that you struggle with depression. You were on depression medication. Can you talk about that experience a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So I went through a pretty traumatic experience when I was 11 years old. I was in a really bad motor accident Mm. and I was hospitalized, had to relearn how to walk. And obviously that is a very hard thing to go through. And so at 12, 13, I developed depression once I was able to process kind of what had happened to me and just 
how fleeting life is. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I almost died. Yeah. You had a near-death experience. Yeah. I had a near-death experience. And so – I love talking to people with near-death experiences, by the <laughs> way. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, such a random thing. But I'm always like, I love to know what happens afterwards because I think it just – opens us up to a completely different perspective on what it means to live when we experience something close to death. Yeah. Yeah. And I really don't think that I saw the light of that experience until much later, Mm -hmm. until I was 17, 18. And I was like, okay, actually, this horrible thing I had to go through helped me develop so much empathy for other people and what they're going through Mm -hmm. and I think that's one of the best parts about being someone who goes through something really hard whatever it is you have a deeper ability to feel for other people and to connect with other people because you've been through it it. yeah quick little reminder to subscribe beep boop (laughs) I literally love you guys you are so inherently worthy I love the vibe with me and Sion in this episode I had the most amazing community meeting and it was so crazy because we all shared what was going on in our lives and we were all mirrors of each other and like that's what I want for this community is for it to extend into a conversation and that happened Sunday we're doing one more this month where we did a 15 minute 15 minute meditation together and then we kind of all shared what was going on and really talked it out and it just felt so supportive and uplifting and I'm just so grateful for the soul and progress community I created a video a day for January. So for example, this week we have EFT tapping for confidence. We have 15 minutes for everything you need, meaning you get movement, meditation, breath work, all in 15 minutes. We have a breath work to Rihanna, of course. We have a meditation. We have EFT tapping for attracting your dreams and another 15-minute video for everything that you need. And then the rest of the month, there is so many amazing videos. It's one video each day. If you want to join the Soul in Progress community, I actually just changed the price because I realized I made it not as affordable as as I would like it to. So now it is $8.88 per month. Check it out below. There's a free trial for five days. I love you guys so much. Let's get back to the episode and I hope to see you in the soul and progress community. And once you join, please DM me. If you have things going on in your life, I can help you out like individually one-on-one there. Okay. Love you guys. When you experience the suffering, you can then understand other people's and therefore offer more grace, more compassion, more understanding because you're like, I've been there. Yeah. And I tried to numb how intense my feelings were as a teenager. What would that look like? um, I drank. I honestly would just hang out with people to distract myself. Mm -hmm. Like I would spend as much time as possible with my friends. I smoked weed like and none of those things are bad. Yeah, and it you was, still do those things. And I still but just do those in things. a different intention. It's just the the energy behind why you're doing those things. Are you doing it to elevate how you're feeling mm. and like you're already feeling good, or are you doing it to escape your reality and escape mm. your problems? And as a teenager, I just wanted to escape so badly, and I ended up taking a lot of antidepressants, and I was going through therapy at this. I was going through therapy at the same time, and then eventually, I was nearing the end of high school. I was 17 years old, and I was like, I still don't feel better. Like, 
running from myself is not giving me anything. Yeah. How how debilitating does that feeling feel when you're like, I've been working on this for so long. I'm trying to, quote unquote, like kind of fix myself. Like, what was that experience like being like, OK, well, this isn't fucking working. Like, that's so frustrating. I think it was the energy behind everything I did was from a place of self-hatred and like I struggled with disordered eating Mm. and I would just hated my body so much I hated who I was as a person for what reason I don't know like it's just the energy behind everything was coming from a place of disliking myself and I was like okay well this is not working so something's got to change and I decided to move from a place of love instead and allow love to be the undercurrent emotion to every single thing I did wow the way I talked to myself the way I talked to others what foods I ate the you know what spaces I was showing up in what energy was it coming from and only then did I see the shift yeah well was there like a transformational moment that you like remember or was it a series of moments that led you from being able to transition from self-hatred as the undercurrent and the motivation the external motivation for what you did the decisions that you made to the undercurrent of love acting out of a place of oh I'm doing this because I love myself and I want to nurture myself and I want to take care of myself therefore I'm making these decisions was there like one moment or was it like a just so many series of moments is there something a memory that comes up for you as I'm saying this I So I decided to go off of my antidepressants when I was 18 years old. And that was really when I was able to feel all of my emotions fully. And I did this with a therapist and I'm so thankful I had such an amazing therapist and I'm love therapy. Yes. (laughs) Strong believer in it. You can't do everything alone. You know, like I You shouldn't have to. And you shouldn't have to. And I remember I had gone off of my antidepressants and it had been three months since I'd taken them. And one of the things I did every single day to cope with coming off of them was I would go walk by the ocean because I grew up in Southern California. And I realized that I instantly felt grounded and safe when I was connected to source Mm. and when I was out in nature, walking barefoot or just looking at the ocean. And I implemented that as a practice in my life. And then at the time, also, I'm not vegan anymore, but I was vegan and I was really into just eating for health, like Mm. eating foods that made me feel good. And I also committed myself every single morning to exercise, which really raises your vibration we talked about that on my podcast and once I had all of those things I think in motion together combined with this is coming from a place of love Mm. only then did I feel like there was a big shift and it wasn't really one moment Mm. but it was more of a feeling of being feeling good in my life yeah I'm feeling like happy to be alive yeah feeling lit up picture this You're hanging out in your favorite spot, headphones on, and the world around you begins to fade away. When listening to Dipsy stories, you're immersed in a vivid world where every touch, every breath, every stolen glance is felt with breathtaking intensity. And I just think that women's minds work differently. Like to get turned on, we need to activate all our senses. It's not just 
super physical for us it's very mental and that's why i love dipsy stories because it gets me truly hotter than anything else dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short sexy audio stories designed by women for women they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters and you can discover stories about second chance romances adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups it's honestly so sexy so hot and new content is released every week and it's also very inclusive with we absolutely love so let dipsy be your go-to place to spice things up give you some me time and explore your fantasies and just you know relax and unwind and spend time with yourself so for listeners of the show dipsy is going to give you 30 days for free a free extended trial for 30 days when you go to dipsystories.com slash skinny dipping it's also going to be linked below but yes it's free I'm not kidding. We love free things. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsestories.com slash skinny dipping. Again, that's dipsystories.com slash skinny dipping. It's going to be linked below. Go check it out. And why not? It's free. It is 2024. So if you've been thinking of getting your skincare down to a science to look glowing from the inside out from the root source, this is for you. We're talking about today's sponsor, which is OneSkin. OneSkin has a revolutionary approach for tackling skin aging and dullness at the source from the root backed by science. So basically, it's powered by a groundbreaking peptide they discovered called OS1, which is the first ingredient scientifically proven to prevent the accumulation of these aged sentient cells, which is kind of what makes our skin not as nice. So the real magic is this OS1 because it has been proven to make your skin more healthier and hydrated and literally glowing. And I can tell I've been using it for months and my skin looks absolutely phenomenal. Whenever I use especially their under eye product, I really find that my eyes look so bright and beautiful in the morning and I just love it. I've, I've been a user for, was it like five, six months now? And I don't use anything else at this point. So for a limited time, our listeners of Skinny Dipping can enjoy an exclusive 15% off of OneSkin products under the code all caps skinny dipping. It's also going to be linked below, okay? When you check out at oneskin.co. This has absolutely changed my skincare routine and I love that it's, you know, created by women, backed by science and it gets to the root cause. So, One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One Skin addresses skin health at a molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears so much younger. And it's time to just get started. So, again, that is going to be oneskin.co, also linked below with all caps skinny dipping to get 15% off. Let's get back to the episode. Invest in yourself this new year. Like yeah. I remember I when I would go for my runs, like by the ocean, walks, runs, whatever, I was running and I was listening to (laughs) (laughs) tell us. Uh, Honestly, ASAP Rocky. Like I loved I loved ASAP Rocky. Yeah, I loved (laughs) ASAP Rocky as a teenager. But I just remember like smiling while I was running. So I was like, I am so in my body right now. And like I had showed up on that run feeling so terrible that day. Like I didn't want to go for a run, but the sun was setting. It was so beautiful outside. And I was like, I am here. I am alive. I feel terrible sometimes, but I also feel great. And maybe mm. that's just being human. Like maybe yeah. I'm going to feel these opposite experiences. And the fact that I have the power to turn around how I feel like I can feel terrible 
just and then shift. I can use tools to shift. Yeah. That so was what crazy. are your favorite tools? Walking, movement, what else? Yes. I think um honestly, opposite action is a huge thing Tell us more. in my life. So for example, let's say I'm having a really bad self-image day mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't want to be perceived. I don't want to go outside. I don't want anyone to see me. Is that going to make me feel better? Mm. No. No. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. like the urge is to isolate. Opposite mm. action would be to go be in a space with people who make me feel loved. Wow. Yeah. Wait, I literally love that. I actually heard in a YouTube video with Hitomi last week, and she was saying, I act in opposition to what my limiting beliefs are telling me to do. And that reminds me of what she said, and I literally wrote it down in my notes immediately because I'd I'd never thought about that because that is an actionable step in itself because to know – we are able as humans to conceptualize the opposite of whatever we're doing because our brain really does kind of work in extreme. So to ask myself, okay, this version of myself who wants to isolate, what's the opposite? What's the radical act of self-love that I can do right now? And and that's that is when you want to isolate, going and being with friends. When you want to lay in bed all day, going on a walk. You know, it's just totally. like that is an, that's a beautiful actionable step to really begin to Step into the driver's seat of your life. That's really what I'm hearing is like there was a lot of things that you were using to cope as a teenager. And then as you turned 18, stepping into that adulthood by having to combine all these things to better your mindset and better how you felt in your body. Combining of those things and knowing that you are the one taking action, you are the one doing that, builds that self-confidence, builds that self-trust, and puts you back into the driver's seat of your life. Totally. I mean, we're the creators of our we lives. Really are. Like, if you want something, no one is going to do it for you but you. And exactly. in ways that's scary. Like, it's like, oh, this is up to yeah. me. Like, I have to figure <laughs> this scary. out. But also, that's so empowering. Like, you can create whatever you want for yourself Mm. no I love that and it's kind of like being like you like it's literally just the attitude behind something because you can be doing the exact same thing on the outside but if the intention is different it shifts it shifts the entire outcome so it's like oh my god like I'm I'm so like alone it's like oh my god I'm so alone I get to spend time with myself or oh my god like I have control of my life this is so scary to oh my god I have control of my life. This is so exciting. And actually, my body doesn't know the difference between anxiety and excitement. <laughs> it just feels like the same thing. And there's just a lot of big changes going on. Like, it's just in those little intention and energy shifts that we realize, okay, like, whatever you're experiencing, like, you are the creator. And that might be scary as fuck. <laughs> that may be terrifying. But also, how brilliant, how amazing, how exciting. So have you, your writer, Of course. Yes. You're an amazing writer. (laughs) Thank you. And I feel like you can see that in your podcast. I'm like, did she write this out? No. I know that you're just like (laughs) free flowing on the mic, but it like feels like it's a poem. Like your podcast feels like poetry. Thank you so much. And seriously, though, it really does. It feels like warm sunshine (laughs) in the winter. I'm dead serious. It's it's a pricity. That's literally what it feels like. And you are an amazing writer. How has being a highly sensitive person, experiencing a lot of emotions, moving through depression at a young age to 
feeling lit up, accepting, you know, all the big emotions that you're experiencing, learning along the way. Now you're 24. How has writing and art and creativity allowed you to like alchemize or transform or move through or make friends with those really big feelings and being a very highly sensitive person? I love that question so much. It's the question of the day. It That's is, what we all want to know. It is such a great question. I think when you realize that by accepting all of your emotions, you're allowing them space in your life to be channeled into different things. And you can't rid yourself of unwanted emotions, but you can channel them. So okay I have a lot of I have a lot of yeah I have a lot of anger over one situation right Mm -hmm. I can sit here and be angry or I can go for a run and have a really good run or a really good lift like I'm pushing out all of that energy like when I'm like lifting this weight or you know like kickboxing kickboxing or dancing 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 is a great one like it really is Whatever, you know, pick your poison, but Mm. your emotions are something that can be channeled. And I felt so much sadness, but I also felt a lot of joy and I recognized Mm. a lot of beauty in the world around me. And I was like, okay, I am going to create a portal, a space for all of this to exist freely. And I really tapped into writing as my favorite form of art. I also do pastel too, but that is more... um, when I don't feel like I have the words, I'll just mm. try to put draw it into them. Color. Yeah, put it into color. Yeah. Um, I also love that it's I do abstract pastels, so there's no rules and there's yeah, no. I love that. Whereas w- that's with, what I need. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, oh, we should do pastels together. That's, that's the next so thing fun. we're gonna do. I'm like, am I gonna move to LA? <laughs> yeah, you should. Honestly, you should. Um, but yeah, I so I channeled a lot of my sadness and my joy into art and. By doing that, I, in the last year, have compiled a book together. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> when you texted me that, I literally was like, ah. my eyes just lit up. I got so excited. So what's going to be in the book? It is a book of poems and practices for healing. Oh, my God. And it really is just a compilation of work that 17-year-old me needed. Yeah. Because when I was younger, I felt so alone in the way I felt. And I've thought I'm the only person in the world who has these big feelings we all think that when we're 17 (laughs) but it really really is just like the things that have transformed me the practices on my healing journey so far and they're tangible practices that you can actually implement because I felt like okay there's a lot of self-help books out there Mm. a lot of people don't want to sit down and read a whole book no so I can they want put, experience. Yeah, they want experience. I can summarize a practice in one page, you know. But then also, I just love art. I love art. And I love the idea of you and I might go to a museum and we'll look at a painting and we'll walk away having completely different takeaways, feelings, maybe things we learned. Mm-hmm. And that was why I kept it as poems and practices. So the first half is poetry. And the second half is practices. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love that. Literally so many chills right now <laughs> because I feel like especially poetry allows us to express things, like you said, in a way that's so interpretive that everyone gets something completely different from the experience. And it's not a one size fits all like art, creation, 
alchemizing emotions, healing, spirituality, mental health. It is not a one size fits all. Of course, there's things that we can like say that will relate to a lot of people, but it's so individual and unique to our own experience as Kayla in this body, as Sion in this body, in this like current human little avatar experience. So I literally love that. What would be your advice for like younger you or somebody who is struggling to express or feel maybe they just don't even want to feel at all or maybe when they do feel it just feels really overwhelming maybe there's lots of reactivity going on lots of like outbursts or maybe they just feel really sad really low really stuck and they also want to alchemize they also want to transmute these feelings through art through words through creation what would you say to that person like what is the tangible piece of advice I would say create a practice and create a sacred space to feel those emotions because I, when I started writing and I was like, this chair that I always sit on when I write, I would just get my journal out. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be crazy, but I put my headphones on, listen to whatever emotion of music I'm feeling. Like if I'm really sad, I'd listen to Lana Del Rey. Mm. If I wanted to feel really dreamy, I'd listen to Genesis by Grimes, you know, whatever (laughs) I wanted to channel. And I would just write for, I'd set a timer like 30 minutes or an hour. You can start with five minutes if you don't have a practice in place yet. And you're like, this is intimidating me to just like even tap into this side of me. But I think having a space where you do it, setting time aside to do it, and then doing it without judgment. Mm. Not expecting your art to be the best thing you've ever created yes. or, you know, whatever you're doing. You're I dan- love that you're setting a timer too because yeah. I feel like there's this fear of commitment that a lot of us have when showing up for our art, when showing up for even our movement practices. Like we have this almost fear of of commitment because one, we're self-sabotaging because we know how brilliant we are and how good it can be and that all feels like a little scary. And also I feel like just with, I don't know, immediate satisfaction in this world, like people getting things so instantly, instant gratification, that's the word that I'm looking for. I feel like a lot of us don't know yet, yet is the operative word because we're learning how to make the time and create the time for those practices. So I love that you're saying like setting up a space, having like a certain chair you sit on or a certain song that you listen to because I think creating that ritualistic practice makes it feel like, okay, this is intentional. And then other times it'll just hit you and you just like have to write in that moment. But it's important to really show up and continue to show up even when you don't feel those like urges of creativity channeling through you and pouring out of you this is that makes sense that is so true I love what you just said because you can't rely on motivation no like, you have to be committed and I don't like discipline that much anymore yeah. I like the word discipline but I like commitment mm. I want to be committed yeah. to myself to my healing to my art and it always makes me feel better that's the thing that's what that's what I use as my motivation it's the internal motivation of I'm gonna feel so much better after, after I do this yeah. after is the like the key word because Like, for example, this morning, I was like, I don't really feel like going for a run right now. And I was like, Sion, every single time you go for a run, you feel ecstatic and excited about life. Like, go for your run. I go for the run. I feel amazing. Went and did a cold plunge. Do I feel like being in freezing cold water? 
no. <laughs> like, no it's one uncomfortable. does. And also just knowing, like, you love yourself enough to do things that are uncomfortable mm-hmm. and that don't feel good maybe in the moment to feel good after. Totally. And just knowing, like, this makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I used. Totally. Wait, I literally love that. Is anything coming up for you right now that you really feel like you want people to understand or realize about having these big emotions and alchemizing them? Like, what if people really can't, they feel like they can't, it's not that they can't, they feel like they can't tap into that channeling. Like, Mm. what are your tips for stepping into that channeling mode? We have, number one, like, create that sacred, sacred space. Number one, create that sacred space, create that kind of like ritualistic practice. Does anything come up for you where you're like, this also works for me? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is removing yourself from stimulation so that those emotions can even have space to come up. Yeah. Because like. Are you giving them the space? Are you giving them space? Yeah. Like that's why so many people love meditation. They're like, oh, I have the best thoughts when I'm meditating or when I'm taking a shower showers yeah you have the best thoughts when you're not stimulated like yes (laughs) you're most creative when you're not stimulated yeah and that also comes with deep commitment Mm -hmm. it's so hard it is so hard like even when I go for my run I'm like trying not to be texting on my phone which I was today actually I was was texting you when I was on my run but like it really is it's hard to Mm. create that separation of time where you are just sitting with what is Mm. and allowing whatever is showing up to be okay yeah one of my favorite sayings is peace with what is I love that yeah so just like having peace with whatever is coming up for you in those moments of quiet and make it enjoyable you know like if you are like feeling turbulent and you don't know where this turbulent emotion is coming from go drive to the ocean sit by the ocean don't bring your phone when you get out of the car like just go sit just leave it go sit and see what comes up yeah no I love that and like the key here is like we have to do it from this place of self-love like you were saying before because I feel like the mode that I get into is like hating myself into trying to do that and it's just like that's not going to work how many times do you have to do that to realize that's not going to work that's not going to be sustainable it has to come from oh my gosh I love myself so I'm going to give myself this time without the stimulation because I know that's what I need I need this walk right now without my phone I need to sit on the beach right now without my phone like the phone man I'm like constantly on a battle of like should I just delete everything and then I'm like this is literally my job (laughs) it's like no everyone needs you I know and I'm like "Ah," but but that's why I hope to like in 2024 like start posting on YouTube way more and focus on podcasting and YouTube to eventually grow those platforms so maybe I can even like get off Instagram and get off TikTok eventually or just have somebody run it for me Mm -hmm. because long form it's it's a more meditative form of posting and also if I like if I for example I'm writing a song and on the piano I know that I cannot touch my phone because as soon as I touch my phone all the ideas disappear and I just have to be like don't pick it up don't pick it up don't pick it up even if I get a text even if I get a call I'm like I have to stay in this flow yeah or else all my ideas will go away Mm -hmm. and it is in that the stimulation gets so noisy that you can't hear your own heart like you can't hear your own thoughts you can't hear what you truly 
want and believe. So I think that is so amazing. So creating that sacred space, I love the actual steps, and creating that ritual, uh, maybe having a timer, committing mm-hmm. to it even when you don't want to, realizing that you need to do it for your future self because your future self is going to feel fucking amazing once you do it, and you'll also feel good once you get into it. You just have to get past that little blockage that is between you and whatever you're alchemizing, and then releasing the stimulation and giving yourself time away from the stimulation. I think those are the actual steps to truly channeling, tapping into your creativity so that you can alchemize these big feelings. Perfect. Boom. (laughs) That was just like a boom moment. I'm like, that is amazing. That's what everyone needs to hear. Yeah. That's what I needed to hear. I love podcasting because, or being someone who podcasts because I'm like, I'm really just giving like, I'm just talking about what advice I'm giving myself. Like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like anything exactly. we speak about, it's, it's such like, a mirror. yeah, it's like, this is just what we've had to like repeat over and over to ourselves. Yes. Like we're all the same. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone's like fallen in love with you and just like your warmth and your energy. Where can they find you? Where can they listen to you? When will the book come out? The book is coming out in January. Oh. So give us the tea. Where can we find you, your podcast, the book? give it to us Sion thank you so much thank you so much for having me thank you everyone for listening um my Instagram is at Sion Camille with one L same as TikTok it'll Um, be below too everything linked below amazing and then my podcast is called Apricity it's on all the streaming platforms it's so good if you want to literally listen to like poetry and tea (laughs) like and listen to the most beautiful voice ever just like telling you sweet nothings of intention and realization it's a podcast for you (laughs) i'm dead serious i always feel so peaceful i'm like yes it just feels like a yes in my body your Mm, podcast the feeling is so mutual and there's not many people who have a podcast like yours it's very unique thank you thank you so much um yeah that's and the book and it's gonna be linked below the book is yeah the book is called talking with my angels in the bathtub which i just i was so excited to tell you the name (gasps) oh my god (laughs) No, that's so good. Wait, that's actually so good. I don't even have words. That just made me emotional. Talking with my angels in the bathtub. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I literally love you. Oh, I Thank love you Thank you too. so much for Thank coming on. Thank you so on. much. What is the last piece of Sion wisdom that you would like to leave us with today? Oh, okay. Um, let love be a guiding force to everything you do. Oh, thank you. Warmer, sunnier days are calling, so fuel up with them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. If you are like me, sometimes you can forget to feed yourself when you're super busy, and that's why I love Factor. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious and great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore and you can have as little or as much as you want every single week. And if this interests you at all, I'm going to give you guys 50% off only for Skinny Dipping listeners. So head to factormeals.com slash skinny50 and use code skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Win-win. That's code skinny50 at factormeals.com slash skinny50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Go check it out. It'll make your life so effortless and nutritious. 
As the weather is getting warmer, it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I've wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul and I don't want to spend a fortune. I'm constantly wearing the 100% washable silk slip dress and people ask me all the time where I got it from. I've also now got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking on trend year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Kintz cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Kintz only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, which you know is so important to me when it comes to clothing brands. Get warm weather ready with Kintz. Go to kintz.com slash skinny dipping for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash skinny dipping to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Kintz.com slash skinny dipping.